0: Call us 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Nothing to do to save his life. Call his wife in. 4-7, 4-7, good, good morning, good morning, good morning. Bop, All right, let's go. Wake up. up. It's 4 o'clock in the morning. Next break, I'm going to go brew a pot of coffee. I'm going to get going. How about you? Let's go. Let's have a glorious Tuesday. Why not? Let's have a better Tuesday than Jet fans. And I get you, Jet fans. I know. I understand. I was just listening to the clip now of uh, BT and Sal. I disagree. I just don't know if I, – I don't see a way out of going with Rodgers next year. I can't imagine bringing Rodgers in here and never seeing it happen. I just I, – I can't imagine that. And I don't see how you're better you, – you've just lost your 13th consecutive season. And I understand it's with this coach. And I understand he's lost two out of every three games. And I understand you get blown out a lot. The quarterback play for this team has been atrocious. It just has been. He's been bad. The GM's been bad building the offensive line. The GM's been bad, obviously, in the quarterback room. But the GM's been good in some circumstances. But the lifeblood of the offense, the quarterback and the offensive line, he's been unable to draft. He's drafted wide receivers. One, we thought you had two. Someone mentioned before, like, where's the second wide receiver? You thought Elijah Moore was going to be someone for this team. Unfortunately, that didn't seem to pan out, probably because of coaching, although he's not killed it. Uh, he's been better. I suppose, in Cleveland, but hasn't done what uh, people thought he might have done in Cleveland. But point being is, I don't know what else you do. You just had your 13th consecutive year of not making the playoffs. Are you really going to blow this thing up and start from scratch and hope you get it right this time? Hope you hire the right coach. Hope you hire the right GM. Hope you draft the right quarterback. To me, there's only one thing to do, and that's one more year of Aaron Rodgers. And you, if, he, if he's okay with Salah being fired and you have a better head coach in mind, fine. But I can't imagine him being fine with, with firing Hackett. And as bad as Hackett's been, this is not an excuse. This is not some sort of made-up statistic. When Rodgers and him, whether whoever was calling the plays, he knows Hackett. It's the same offense. This is a coach, the last time they worked together, won two MVPs. And I can't imagine Rodgers would be comfortable with moving on from Hackett. I just can't. If he is, that's something different. But even if he is, let's be honest, if you're going to stick with Rodgers, I want him as comfortable as possible. I know he's I know he's Rodgers. I know he's a veteran. I know he's a world-class quarterback. I know he's a, He's Hall of Fame bound. He's one of the greats to ever do it. It's not the same as a rookie kid, Daniel, Daniel Jones learning his third or fourth offense. But still, I want him to be focused on staying healthy. I don't want him learning a new playbook. I don't want him learning new verbiage. I don't want him worried about anything other than staying healthy. I have to chase this thing with Aaron Rodgers. I don't know what else to do. I can't lose anymore. I can't be the laughing stock, not only of the division, not only of the conference, not only of the NFL, but the laughing stock of professional sports. Doesn't that have to end at some point? And I know it continued this year with Aaron Rodgers, but you never saw him. He never played. You have to, I I have to at least give this next year. I just have to. I can't imagine breaking it down and hoping I get everything right after years of failing at it. GM after GM, coach after coach, draft pick after draft pick, fail, 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 fail. And I understand you could put Rodgers in that nice little tidy bin, but Rodgers has had success. Rodgers is a Super Bowl winner. Rodgers is a consistent performer. Rodgers is a four-time MVP. Rodgers rises above the Jets. And I, and I don't love it. I don't love the idea I have to stick with Robert Sala. I don't love the idea I have to stick with Coach uh, Nathaniel Hackett. But I, what else can I do? What else can the Jets honestly do? You want to break it down and lose more? As disappointing as some of the efforts have been from the defense, and as disappointing as it was to watch you know, Jalen Waddell go for 150 yards and eight catches with no hill and lose 30 to nothing, as disappointed as that may be, overall this defense has done very well against successful quarterbacks, very well against the top quarterbacks in the NFL. And this defense has put together a bunch of very good performances. I still believe in this defense. I don't know how long I'm going to believe in this defense. I believe in it now, and if they can fix the offensive line, which, by the way, you have an entire offseason to go get another wide receiver, go get an off, go get some offensive linemen, figure it out, and then give it at least one legitimate shot with, yes, a forty-year-old recover, you know, uh, uh, quarterback recovering from an Achilles injury. I don't know what else to do. I can't imagine breaking it down and taking my chances when I brought in a Hall of Fame quarterback and to watch him play four snaps with me. I can't give up on that. I can't say goodbye to everybody. I just can't. I don't think the Jets have much of a choice. I don't love it. I'm going to hold my nose and do it. I don't know what else to do. I don't think they have a legitimate... like. If, it's a conversation you have to have with Rodgers. If he's okay with changing the head coach... And you feel you have a better option if he's okay with moving on from Joe Douglas and you feel you have a better option. I mean, I, I suppose if he's willing to move on from Hackett, I can't imagine that. And, and honestly, even if he did then I want someone he's worked with already. Like, you know, what kind of offense the guy plays, you know, what he's comfortable in. You're not going to bring in some, some other guy who's going to bring in some new different offense to him and, and be teaching Aaron Rodgers on the fly as much as I think he's capable of dealing with it, I don't want, I want him comfortable inside the offense he knows and loves and has won MVPs with. That's what I want. That's what I want. That's what we signed up for, the Rodgers who won two MVPs with Nathaniel Hackett. That's what I want. And, And unfortunately, as miserable as it's been, there's really no other option. I just don't see it. And it's not kowtowing I mean, in, in some ways it is bringing in Lazard was, right? Bringing in some, uh, you know, doing, making sure that Zach Wilson was the backup quarterback if that's really a Aaron Rodgers deal. Yeah, that was, that was faulty thinking. Certainly the Zach Wilson part. But when you bring a guy in like this, why, why bring him in and fight with him? Why bring him in and force him to do things he's either not comfortable with or not in the best way to get the most out of him? It's either break it down and move on, which probably means losing more. And, and hoping I hire the right GM and, oh, gosh, golly, I hope I get the right coach. And I hope they draft the right quarterback. And I hope in a year or two we could be back on top of life. But I don't know. And then just in time for that, that's when the defensive guys want to get paid. And you got Sauce Gardner holding out for a better contract because he's been the best cornerback for two, three years, just as you're getting ready to win. Or you hold the course, you hold your nose, you bring back Hackett, who couldn't handle how to figure it out with Zach Wilson, but has won two MVPs with Aaron Rodgers, and you just give it one more year. Like, there's there's really no other option. There's no other option. I don't care how bad it gets. I don't care how bad it gets. But maybe you, eh, draft the quarterback, see how it goes. See how it goes. See how it goes. See how many more years you're comfortable with being the laughing stock of professional sports. What's the difference, right? Baker's dozen. What's 14. What's 15. What's 16. Who cares? Eric and Ron What's up, Eric?
1: Hey, it's T-Mac. How you doing? Good, good buddy. How are you? Good. Good. Okay. A couple things real quick uh, before we get to the Rogers point. First off, if I don't speak, you yeah, have a great holiday.
0: Thank you. You too, okay. Eric.
1: Um, Okay, I know. I know your kids are big into the wrestling. I don't know if you have access to Newsday at all, but age eleven, at today's Newsday is a really cool article about uh, MJF uh, from AEW. Yeah, so if you have access to that, I, I'm, I'm um, sure I
0: could. I'm aware of him. He's he's uh, he's the
1: he, AEW champion. He's the, the AEW
0: champion. Guy. He's oh, local guy. Yeah. Never breaks character. And I just saw that he's. I, I think they cut him. He was in the movie and they actually cut out his scenes or something. I just saw the story. That new wrestling movie, yeah. The Iron Claw? Right, whatever, The yeah. Iron
1: Claw, which I'm, which I'm going with, Zoo to go see that, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, yeah, but look, as far as Rogers, I mean, this, I, I agree with you and disagree on certain things here. Yeah. Okay, the previous caller, I mean, look, I don't agree with that at all. I mean, you, you have to play him, you know, next year without a doubt. Now, I I, I certainly would say don't play him this year. At all, I, oh, don't I care mean what that his reasoning is because that I, goes I, without I saying. And
0: honestly, yeah. Eric, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I haven't even broached that subject. Uh, mm-hmm. They've talked about it when asked about it. Salah kind of gave the answer. Well, if Rogers wants to play, blah blah. I, I can't imagine it. I just I can't even fathom the idea that they would allow him to play. So I haven't even I'm broached you, the sub. Okay. I haven't even broached the subject because yeah. everything I just said, I, and I yeah. mean this. Everything I just said goes out the window if this group leading the Jets allow him to play. Then not only should they be fired, they should not be yep. allowed to be involved with football. Not on any level. Not the NFL. Not college. Not the CFL. Not, not high school football. If you allow right. on a dead season your 40-year-old quarterback coming off Achilles injury to play for you, then you know what? You deserve what you get.
1: You yeah right. and you and get. And that, and that So I
0: haven't go, even really right, touched that, the idea of Rogers actually playing because it's so stupid. I can't fathom yeah. it.
1: Right, but but unfortunately, it is a topic that's come up. I can't. And that, that would go along. That would go along with the caving to him. Part of it, you know. I mean, look, Lazard. I I understand why they wanted to bring in some guys that he's familiar with. Lazard. Yeah. And Cobb I mean, listen. Nobody you know, saw. But, but,
0: we knew what Cobb was. Nobody saw Lazard being this bad. Lazard was yeah, a po- yeah. Lazard was but, like, hey, all right, he's not the greatest wide receiver in the world, but that's a decent number two, number three yeah. serviceable wide yeah. receiver. He's worked with with Rogers. Uh, everyone was kind of positive about bringing in Lazard.
1: Right, but here here's where I'm concerned. Okay, mm-hmm. Look, as far as the coaching part of it, I get it. I know what you know. Uh, switching things up. I mean, trust me, I'm a Jet fan. I I, I know what you know. The, the rotating door. I mean, it's like it's like Buddy the Elf going through that rotating door, right. you know, constantly. You know, which is, right. and, and what you end up with is you, you end up throwing up. Right. I mean, but but here's what I'm worried about. Okay, you know, everyone keeps saying that you know he knows the system. He knows the system, which he does. But now, when when next year comes around, it's now going to be three years since he worked with Hackett in that same system. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, and I'm going to throw a scenario, not saying it's going to happen, but it, it is not a given. Rodgers is going to have a phenomenal year next year oh, of just because not. Hackett no. is the offensive co- uh, coordinator. So if he has a, if he has an average or poor year next year with him as a full season quarterback, that's what I'm hoping.
0: Mm-hmm. All right.
1: What what's the talk going to be then? Oh, well, he only had one year under Hackett. No, uh, no, that would be it. I mean, that
0: that would be it. Then then you clean house and start over. You got to give him the. I have to see Aaron Rodgers, but you're right. Forget just Hackett. He hasn't played football now in a year. He's coming off a, yeah. a major injury no matter how quick he rehabbed from it. I mean, so you're talking about a quarterback now who's 40 years old, has yeah. has had a full year Big off of injury. football, coming yeah. off an injury, and, yeah, a coach he hasn't worked with a handful of years, and and a, and a franchise that is just a notoriously, what do you want to say, poorly run, bad luck. You pick whatever description you want to give from it, but it's the longest playoff drought in professional sports. So by right. no means – by no means am I trying to tell you, if you do this, you'll be successful. If you do this, you'll fail. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm not saying, hey, you go with Rogers That will work. If you break it all down, it will fail. Not by any stretch of the imagination. That's not what I'm saying at all. For all I know, like honestly, I'm open. I, I I'm not one who just... Is unrealistic or not fair? That might end up being the best case scenario. Your scenario that just played out, Rogers might be awful, hurt. All logical. It's not out of the realm. I'm not telling you. Oh my god, what are you nuts? Rogers is going to be phenomenal next year. You got to. You have to find out. You can't bring him here. Restructure his contract. Give him every whim he asks for for a year. Have that last four snaps. Be stuck with the backup quarterback maybe he wanted. Do all of this. Go through all of this. And then just say, ah, too rich for my blood. I'm cutting bait. I can't do that. I have to find out. I have to see if it will work. I have to bring in the best quarterback in the history of the franchise. I have to allow myself to find out if it will work. I can't just run and hide from it now I can't tuck my tail between my legs after one year of him not even playing this would be different if he was awful if he played this whole year and they just weren't any good that's a different scenario I don't know what he is he looked great in camp I don't know what he's going to be next year but I, I, I have to find out and I can't bring him in here restructure his contract, do all these things and then move on after one bad year without him even playing knowing the quarterback play they got Like, I'm sorry, the quarterback is too important. I know the offensive line stinks. I know Lazard is the second wide receiver and he's awful. I understand McCall Hardman didn't work out. I understand all the different things. And now the offensive line on its 11th different version is absolutely getting the quarterbacks killed. I understand all of it. But let's not forget that the quarterback play is what dragged this team down initially. They win the New England game. They win the Raider game. They win the 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 Charger game if they have somewhat competent quarterback play. This defense is still a good defense. Despite the fact that DJ Reed got burned last week, that's still the best, if not one of the best, defensive cornerback groups in the NFL. Like they are still a talented group that won them games this year, that have made quarterbacks look bad CJ Stroud is taking the league by storm he got he got bombarded against the jets Go up and down all the list of quarterbacks. Josh Allen's played his worst games against the Jets. Uh, Mahomes has had a down year with all his wide receivers, but he played terribly against the Jets. On and on. I know Josh uh, Hurts threw a bunch of interceptions and looked bad at the end of this game making dumb decisions last night against Seattle, but he literally threw the game away to the Jets. They did nothing offensively and beat the Eagles. They didn't show up on Sunday. I get it, and who knows if they show up the rest of the way. I get it. But I can't bring Rogers here and go, oh, this is too ugly. I'm tired of Salah. I'm moving on from everything. I can't do it. Can't do it. Terry in our, uh, Mania. What's up, Terry? Good morning. Good morning, First sir. All, How are we doing?
2: Birth- We're holding on. First of all, happy birthday. Well,
0: thank you very much. Second I appreciate of all, it. Yes.
2: I heard what you said. One of my closest friends for 50 years mm-hmm. was born on Christmas Eve. Yes. His parents made a very interesting decision. Really? He did not get until he was 12 years old to learn that his real birthday was Christmas Eve because his parents felt he should have a summer birthday, and he still celebrates his birthday on June 24th. <laughs> More parents should do that.
0: More parents Follow should lie leaves? to their children about the day they were born? I don't know. I, I guess I hear yeah, you well, saying. They want him to have a summer birthday because... But there are are, are realities of life. For the very
2: reason reason that you were talking about. Yes, the birthday gets gets overshadowed.
0: The birthday, especially Christmas Eve, nobody cares it's your birthday. They
2: assured their child that he wouldn't be overshadowed when it came to his birthday. And then when he got to the stage, when he had to fill in his date of birth on an application or something, they gently told him the truth. They followed the lead of the British royal family, <laughs> which follows the practice of celebrating the monarch's birthday in June yeah, well, with I an mean, event called the, tr- gotcha. the color.
0: that is of the Colour. That's something else, Terry. Thank you for the call. I'm up against the break. We should all follow the British... Par- we should all follow the... Br- <laughs> we should all follow the royal family and celebrate anybody... Their br- just lie to the kid. Tell him he's born in June. What's the difference? Summer birthdays are better anyway, right? That's funny. But, I mean, for me, there are – for kids nowadays, I sign them up for a million things. It's not 12 before he's got a – you know, it's not 14 when he's looking for his working papers. It's, it's like he, he gets dictated, you know, what basketball team he's on. I mean, I suppose I could lie to him and fill out all those forms without him and say, oh, you're on this team, that team. But, like, that's a, that's a bit of a stretch. No. Sometimes you just get stuck with things. All you got to do is have good people in your life who overcome the idea that your birthday's on Christmas Eve and still take care of you. But yes, I was joking. Today is my birthday, and I was joking. uh, The birthdays get overrun by Christmas. You're buying a million things for a million different people. It's Christmas time. You don't have time to focus on your birthday. You don't have time to make an effort to say, oh, happy happy birthday to you on the December 23rd. You're busy. You got a million things going on. Last-minute Christmas shopping. Did we get this? Did we get that? Did you run to the store to get the stamps so I could mail out the Christmas cards? You know how much stamps are? Do you know how much stamps are? I, I, was, I was blown away when I went to the post office to go buy stamps. I don't want to turn this uh, political. I have no intention of that, but I got to tell you. It's one thing to go and, oh wow, milk's expensive. Eggs, for there was that story a few, uh, not story, but there was that, time a few months ago or maybe a year ago now where eggs were through the roof and chicken wings were through the roof and you know for a myriad of reasons COVID and shutdowns and different things of course different things obviously gas prices are always a, an issue but I had no idea I had no idea because you don't mail stuff out that much when the wife sent me to the post office to get to get stamps for all the Christmas cards she was sending out woo-wee! got to bring your American Express. 877-337-6666. All right. Only a half hour left. What are you waiting for? Give me a call. 877-337-6666. McMonigle here with you on The Fan. We'll be right back. Your official station to talk Knicks. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Yeah, speaking about the Knicks. We didn't get a chance to talk about it too much, but they beat the Lakers last night, 114-109. to Uh, Julius Randle with 27 points. Uh, I saw the beginning of the game, unfortunately, the time of night I was traveling in. I was listening to it on the radio. Uh, Hartenstein obviously played big-time minutes, 17 rebounds. Uh, Sims twisted his ankle on the tip, apparently. Uh, early on, Randall kind of was the offense. Brunson came a, a, a little bit late, but still a good win against the Lakers, who, by the way, deserved to lose last night more than any team in history for raising that ridiculous banner. I know I'm I know I'm know a grump about it. I know. I've been on and on about it. I know we've kind of poo-pooed it here at the station and in this city more than others. I was actually listening one day on the way home to uh, – To Boomer and Geo, and a guy called up claiming to be the uh, Brandon Tierney of the West Coast, the BT of California. And he was talking about how much and how much they're into it. And hey, if you're going to play in it, go win it. I I get that. I actually saw someone trying to knock LeBron saying that this is the difference between LeBron and Jordan. Jordan wouldn't care about some stupid in-season tournament. Um, You know, he, he only cares about real championships, which is ridiculous. If you think Jordan wouldn't have done everything he could to win this thing, yeah, uh, five hundred grand, then a trip to Vegas. Jordan would have been in. So, that's ridiculous. If you're in it, go win it. But then to raise the banner and put it up in the 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 rafters of the Los Angeles Lakers, one of the more storied franchises in not only basketball but all of professional sports. You are going to hang a banner that you won some dopey in season tournament that nobody could even tell you when the games were. What, what grouping you were in, what the tiebreakers were, why they painted the court in those hideous colors. All of those questions go unanswered by almost 80% of the fan base would be my guess. And you're going to hang some dopey banner, but go ahead, hang it. Hang it knowing you lost to the Knicks that night. Unbelievable. I, cannot, I can't imagine. Can you imagine going to the Garden and seeing an in-season tournament banner? Ugh! Yuck. Eddie and Rockland, what's up, Eddie? Hey, Christopher,
3: what's happening? Oh, man? what's going on? I didn't all these all this time I'm talking to you. I didn't know I was talking to a fellow Sagittarius.
0: Yes. Oh, it's the uh, dawning of the age of Sagittarius. Yeah, that's what we are. Uh, yes, that's true. We are Sagittarius. Does that yeah. make us Sagittarii? Is that plural for Sagittarius?
3: Well, can you th- can you tell me who's one of our <laughs> uh, most famous Sagittarius of our? Uh,
0: I saw I saw yesterday was Brad Pitt's birthday, so I don't, was it, is it Brad Pitt? Uh, and I know today no, I know, the only birthdays Brad I know Pitt. the only the only the only two people I'm talking I'm, about a legend. I'm not I'm not talking about well the only two people. little girls. The only two people I know who are who share my birthday, unfortunately, I, the only two I know is Alyssa Milano and Jake Gyllenhaal. That's it. So happy birthday. Yeah. Happy birthday, uh, Alyssa and Jake.
3: All right. I appreciate you. Six hours from mine, the legend was born Bruce Lee. Really? November 27th.
0: November 27th.
3: Yeah. I'm a 26th kid. Ah, well. So you, let's get you, on what, the, what's let's the
0: first day of Sagittarius?
3: 22nd, I think.
0: 22nd, 23rd. 22nd to the... I'm at the very tail end of the Sagittarius.
3: Yeah, you're left over December. Yeah. You're the bottom of the barrel. I
0: I've no, I off. Listen, I told you, that's what the whole thing, having a birthday this close to Christmas, next, you are the bottom of the I'm barrel. Next,
3: I'm next to Bruce Lee, and you're next to Brad Pitt and Melissa yes. Milano. It yes. says a lot.
0: Yeah, it, it does. Hey, Brad Pitt, 60. I hope I look like Brad Pitt at 60.
3: Well, you know, keep singing it up, and you know. That's it. You know, keep trying. And get yeah. on that bicycle. Well, bicycle no, I, I've, been, boomer, I've been I've been
0: I've been thinking about it. The re- the round face helps prevent wrinkles. So I'm um, I'm thinking I might. Say- <laughs> True, you can get an air pump. You can yeah, pump well, yeah. Up. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out. All right. So now we- let me get on this jet. This jet thing. Now I'm not sure.
3: disagreeing with what you're saying on the jet. My point Good. is, everybody's saying Rogers is going to be here. The last time Rogers talked, he said he wanted to be here for two or three years. Forget yes. even forget about Rogers. This whole thing that. You have to keep the organization together because Rogers here is ridiculous. Okay, ridiculous. There's no reason why they can't bring in a Harbaugh from Michigan, and and oh. and Aaron Rodgers is fine for two oh. years under his guidance. No
0: way. And they that, straighten this. No, thing. you don't. You no don't like hardball? Who
3: you like? No. Let me ask you a question. Who are your top three? I like Harbaugh. Top three I, coaches.
0: I like Harbaugh. And under different circumstances, I think Harbor would be a great coach for the New York Jets or New York Giants. I, I went, went back when back when back when we were all concerned different. back when we were all concerned about Dable, I I said that there's there's two guys I would fire Dable for Bill Belichick and and Harbaugh. You cannot bring well, in Harbaugh to coach Aaron Rodgers. It's why not? T- because they're too, they're two both alpha males. It, it'll never work. It'll never work. You can't bring in that guy to coach him. I just I can't see it. You bring you draft a young quarterback and bring in Harbaugh, tremendous hire. Tremendous hire. You are not bringing him in to go with an established Hall of Famer. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Not at this point in Rodgers' career. No, 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 no. That is two guys butting heads all year long. I don't need that. I don't need that. I don't need that. If you want to tell me that Harbaugh loves, if the, if the Jets, like these are the conversations that you get into it and, and I can slightly see myself changing my plans. I don't know. If Harbaugh wants to come here, they have the fourth or fifth pick. He knows that there's the third best quarterback available is, is an absolute home run, can't miss, and he wants to come here, draft that kid, develop that kid, and lead the Jets to prominence. That's an enticing offer I might have trouble saying no to. But I am not Bringing in Harbaugh and 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 trying to force those two together. No, no, no. Why? I don't. Can you? No. Nope. Nope. It. I mean, there's a chance it works, but there's a chance it's an absolute disaster. I'm. I want. I want the one year of Rogers. I'm fine with fire. I'm fine with everybody going, but Hackett. And I know that sounds ridiculous because he's been awful. But I know Rodgers wants Hackett. I know it. There's no way he doesn't. The guy went on public TV. The guy went on public, uh, you know, the interview on public television and talked about, you know, how he defended him against Sean Payton. He loves the man. You saw it on Hard Knocks. Like, there, there's no way he's going to be willing to get rid of him. And if he has to stay, then I really don't see a point. What coach is going to come in here and you're going to force Hackett down his throat? I, I, I mean, you take a shot on a young defensive coordinator or something that you believe in, as opposed to Salah. It's just, I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think Woody wants to do it. I think they brought in Aaron Rodgers. They're going to ride this thing until it's no longer possible to be ridden, and I don't think they're wrong. How do you bring him in and never watch him play for your team? You can't do it. You can't do it. You got to give it a try next year. And if it fails next year, then you move on. But I, I can't bring in Aaron Rodgers, rework his contract do all this stuff, make sure Zach Wilson's his backup because he wants to get the moniker of uh, being you know, uh, a miserable guy to to younger players and not being willing to put love under his wing, and he wanted to do that with Zach. We allowed him to do that and tank the season. We brought in this one, we brought in that one, we did everything he wanted. He's reworked his contract. He's he's, he's done everything he possibly could to come back and be healthy for my team, and then I'm just going to say, nah, we really crapped the bed against Miami. I can't. Uh, Duke and Edison. What's up, Duke?
2: Hey, Chris, how are you?
0: Oh, what's up, Dookie? Oh, thank you, Dookie.
2: Happy birthday. And I never thought you, you were married on my 43rd wedding anniversary today.
0: I was born on your 43rd wedding anniversary. Happy, uh, happy anniversary.
2: Thank you very much. Um, my question to you about these jets is the problem I told you before is this line offensive line. Yeah. They just, any team could go right through, and I'm worried about next year Rogers getting hurt again with this well, line.
0: Well, hopefully Vera Tucker's healthy, and you got to go out there and build a better offensive line. But I, what I will tell you, though, and thank you for the call, Duke. i got a break before we get to the rapid fire. Um, what I will tell you is I don't think people take into account that the quarterback play helps the offensive line. Like, everybody just says, oh, you're going to put him behind that offensive line, and while – The way they played on on this Sunday would have been a problem. And the way the Giants offensive line played against the Cowboys on the opening week would have been a problem for the most part. Aaron Rodgers, much like Tom Brady, much like Peyton Manning, much like Zach Wilson, who played behind a miserable offensive line, much like Joe Burrow, who got sacked nine times in a playoff game and won a playoff game. Aaron Rodgers is not going to take sacks. Aaron Rodgers at the goal line is not going to be in the grasp of a defensive player, turn his body, and attempt to make a throw so that it's a sack and, you know, fumble and recovered at the one-yard line to set up an easy touchdown. Rodgers isn't going to do that. Rodgers is going to throw the ball away. Rodgers is going to know what to do when the pressure is coming. Rodgers did not get hurt because of uh, the offensive line. They they game-planned... That kind of block and he was in the grasp. He tried to run out of it and he popped his Achilles. It wasn't like he he took a season full of beatings and finally, you know, he just his body gave out from all the trauma. It was the first hit of the year. Eventually he was gonna get sacked. Aaron Rodgers will help the offensive line immensely. They gotta stay healthy. They gotta do a better job. They gotta get an offensive lineman. I have no problem. Let's draft an offensive tackle with your first pick. Go out there in free agency and go buy the best offensive lineman. Fix the offensive line. Go trade for Devontae Adams. Do everything you can. Go all in for next year and see if you get lucky. And see if Aaron Rodgers, Hackett, and and you know, and Devontae Adams can bring back what they did in Green Bay. And you can fix that offensive line and try and go win and see what happens. I would. I I think that's the only course of action. 877-337-337. 6666. I see you guys on the line. It's time for rapid fire when we get back. 877 337 6666. McMonagall here with you until 5 a.m. and the warm up show right here on The Fan. Let's talk about it. 877 337 6666. Powered by Paramount Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount Plus. Yeah, let's talk about it. Why not? I mean, we're both here. Might as well. I mean, I've got nothing else going on. I saved this block for you. 15 minutes just for you guys. 877-337-6666. All right, rapid fire time. Miriam in Forest Hills. How, how you doing, are Miriam? you? Good, how are you? Happy-
4: Happy birthday to oh, you. Oh,
0: thank you. You guys have all been so kind. Thank you, Miriam.
4: Having having a June birthday is wonderful.
0: I'm sure it is. Yeah, I would no, never know.
4: I would all you know. No, my parents me.
0: didn't have the foresight to lie to me. Oh. I wish they would have.
4: Anyway, I would want the Islanders to win tonight against Edmonton, mm-hmm. which would be good. Sure. And hopefully, if you're a Ranger fan, you beat Toronto this time. Yes. Because you didn't last week.
0: Oh, well, thanks for rubbing it in, Miriam. I know. <laughs> Thanks a lot. I mean, listen. You're welcome. It's, well, thank you. Listen, it's hard to rub it in for a Ranger fan right now. They're having a pretty good season, Miriam. I don't yeah, know if you... You've, know what? I don't know I if you... I gotta you've...
4: give them credit. They're doing yes. fine.
0: They're doing very well. They're doing very yeah. well.
4: And they... I'm hoping the Islander-Ranger game in February will be real good.
0: I don't see why not.
4: That oh, it'll be fun.
0: Both are playoff teams at the moment. Uh, yeah. The, Ra- the, the Rangers... Have seven more points and played one less game, so in clear, right. clear dominance over the Islanders at the current moment, Miriam. But yeah, still... but
4: okay, it's going to be better. <laughs> It'll be better. Don't worry. I
0: have no doubt. I have no. I doubt. I never give
4: up. I know uh, you. One don't. more thing I want to talk to you about. No one has mentioned Please. this. The Mets should get the the Diaz brothers united so they could pitch in the bottom third of a game.
0: Um. Yeah. I mean, listen. It's going to be. It's going to be great. And thank you so much for the call, uh, Miriam. It's going to be great to see Edwin back. I don't know if you need his brother. He had a good year last year. He was an all-star. Uh but it's just let's just worry about getting the one brother back and healthy. Uh they've they've made some bullpen moves already this year the Mets. Uh I think that's something they'll probably still add bullpen arms. We'll see what they do if there is a pivot if they don't get Yamamoto. If they get Yamamoto, I'm not sure how much more they will put into the pitching staff. Uh, It depends on on that. But if they don't get Yamamoto, I'm curious to see how they pivot. If they just throw a bunch of, you know, back end of the bullpen, more inning guys with high ERAs, just, you know, cheap one-year deals and throw a bunch and see if they can get anything to stick Uh, as opposed to going high end of the the market, which I don't know if they will. Uh, Paul and Warwick. What's up, Paul? How are we doing?
3: Good, how are you? Good buddy. Um
1: just wanna get your take. Uh you know, it's been twenty three years since the Johnson family bought the team from uh you know when Leon has passed away, right?
3: Correct. And I believe
1: the Jets have made the playoffs six times in twenty three years and obviously the last now twelve or thirteen, 13 years in ago, a row. Yeah. Yep. So I, I mean, listen, in any kind of business or line of work, right? Accountability ends with with the owner, right? Sure. Or the, the CEO, anybody. I, I mean, it's it's insane to me that that this, this the Johnson family has been a complete and utter failure for for so long,
4: mm-hmm. so
1: many years in a row. And we have they have such passionate fans. Like, uh, what is it going to take for them to sell the team? Do so, or is do something different? I mean, them,
0: it's the same nonsense des- year des- after year. Their desire to sell the team. Uh, that's the only thing they are. They're beholden to no one. I mean, I guess you the fan in some ways if you all decide not to go, but that's not going to happen, nor would I tell you to do that, Paul. I appreciate the call, but, like, they're your football team. you love them. There's only 17 games a year, so there's only eight or nine games at that building a year. You're going to go. You're going to go, and as you should. I don't know what there is to do. There is, no, there is nothing to do. The owner just needs to hire capable people. They've been, you know, they've hired bad people. Let's be honest. John Mara, up until this point, has hired bad people. His entire tenure since his father passed away, every hire he made was really Gettleman. I think Reese was was still uh, a decision during uh, Wellington Mara. I know Tom Coughlin was the last coach Wellington Mara hired, but like all those hires, it's about hiring the right people. That's what it's about. It's not so much your football acumen. It's not anything other than being a people person and recognizing talent and recognizing the ability to lead men as far as coaching goes, and then GM the, the ability to read Italian evaluator. And they have been both, both franchises up until Shane and Dable, and this second year hasn't been all that good. But it's, it's not easy to hire good people, and they've struggled with it, and that's exactly what Woody struggled with. Now, there's different opinions on how involved he's been, and... You know, It sure felt like somebody was making sure that they played Zach Wilson this year. I don't know if it's Douglas. I don't know if it's Woody. I don't know. But there's nothing you could do with the owner. There's no, this is the same thing I said to Yankee fans who wanted Hal out. And that boy, has that changed when he went out and pretty much probably pushed the Wansoto deal over the goal line and is now out there willing to give $300, 300 million to Yamamoto. Suddenly, George isn't spinning over in his grave. George is nice and comfortable in there, apparently. Apparently, he's real good. Uh, Braden in Point Pleasant. What's up, Braden?
4: Hi, um, I wanted to wish you a happy birthday.
0: Oh, well, that's very kind of you at 4.54 in the morning. Thank you. Look yeah. at you, up early um, just to wish me a happy birthday.
4: Uh, yeah, and I also wanted to talk about, do you think Soto will maybe sign like a one or two year deal with the Yankees?
0: No, the off season? I do not. No, thank you, Braden. I do not think Juan Soto will sign a one or a two year deal with anyone. I think Juan Soto's going for the big bucks, the big years. I think Juan Soto is going to sign a 12, 13-year deal with someone for over $500 million. I do not think he's going to sign a one-year deal. He's going to arbitration this year, but next year, at the end of next year, hopefully it's the Yankees. Hopefully he loves playing here. Hopefully he hits 45 home runs, drives in 120 runs, has an OPS of 1.75, is the greatest baseball player to ever live, and is the MVP of the World Series, and that he loves it so much he's going to stay. That's what we're hoping for, Brayton. Brayden. I don't think a one-year contract is in the works, but that doesn't mean I don't think he'll be a Yankee for a very long time. A very long time. They need the, listen. If they win, it. I mean, it, it's weird. If they win, how could you let him go? But at the same time, you'd be better with it. At least you got a championship. But I don't think. I, and Steve Cohen and getting Yamamoto is going to go a long way into telling us how it goes with Juan Soto. Because you could say it on both ways. One, if he loses again, well, if he loses out on Yamamoto, does his money really mean anything? So does that guarantee he's going to go sign Juan Soto? He can't even get Yamamoto, who he wants desperately. How's he going to get Juan Soto? On the other hand, if he misses, he'll be hell-bent and can't afford to lose again. That'll be the thought process. Or if he gets Yamamoto, see, he spends the most money, he'll get all the players. Oh, we got Yamamoto. They don't need Juan Soto. They have a lot of contracts. So who knows? It'll, it'll, It'll... Someone will tell you he's gonna. whatever happens with Yamamoto, it's a lock. He's going to get Juan Soto. And I have a feeling it's going to be Sal and Evan. I have a feeling Sal and Evan are going to find a way, whatever happens with Yamamoto, to spin it into the idea that now he won't be denied for Juan Soto. King Cohen. But Juan Soto should be a Yankee for a very long time. And since people have asked me on Twitter, a bunch of people have asked me on Twitter for the Yankee lineup, apparently everyone's really desperate to know where Juan Soto is hitting. And for me, I guess there was some news that, uh, it is Yankee hot stove after all. Um, There is some news that he, the word was he did not want to hit second uh, for San Diego. And it was a bit of a, you know, a butting of the heads between him and Melvin, the manager, that he wanted to be the three hitter and not hit second. He's kind of come out, a little bit and talked about being willing to do whatever the Yankees want, but for me, that's the place that fits him best. I know Judge has hit second forever and been very successful there, and the idea of having Juan Soto behind Judge and finally giving someone behind Judge the protection to make sure Judge sees pitches, I still think the on-base machine that Juan Soto is and the idea that they probably start the year with the right-handed DJ LeMahieu. I don't see a left-handed hitter in this lineup that is going to be a leadoff hitter. It's either DJ, Glaber, Torres, maybe Volpe, all right-handed. So if you're going to start with a right-handed hitter, plus the on-base percentage machine that Soto is, to me he fits better second. I would I would have DJ Lim- to start the year at least, and I'm hoping that's within a month or two, or at least halfway through the season that Volpe has shown that he can be a 260, 270 hitter and can take over the leadoff spot. That's what I would love for Volpe to be the leadoff hitter. But I start the year with DJ LeMayu, then I go to Soto, then I go to Judge, then I go to Rizzo, and then the only question is, is the next hitter Glaber Torres or Stanton? I probably still go Stanton because I think he's more dangerous. I think he's thought of as more dangerous. I think they'll pitch around him more. I think people will still be more careful to pitch to him than they will Glaber Torres. And if you want to go fully right-handed, left-handed, then you go Verdugo, then you go Glaber. And I know Glaber's was their best hitter last year to put him all the way at the bottom of the lineup like that, but you try and do right-handed, left-handed, and I do think Stanton is more of a threat. We'll see what happens. If he's hitting 180 again a month in, then you put him back to 7th or 8th. But as far as just Soto judge, I like Soto number two, judge number three. Well, you know what that music means. The fun is over. The warm-up show is next. Thank you, Chris. Thank you guys for calling. Thank you guys for listening. It's really the listening part. But the callers are special, too. Everybody, enjoy your Tuesday morning. Hopefully, something happens with Yamamoto. But here's the thing. Even if it doesn't, Andy Martino and the like will all report about something. So don't worry. You will hear some sort of Yamamoto news at some point today. So that's good. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll catch you guys tomorrow. I think it's a midnight ride. At midnight, obviously. See you then.
2: Sports
4: Radio 1019FM.